Scott Singer, and you are now tuned in to Biofuels Daily. It is Saturday, January 18th. The optimist sees the glass half full. The pessimist sees the glass half empty. The chemist sees the glass completely full, half in the liquid state and half in the vapor state. Now to today's top stories. Our first story today comes out of Germany. In Germany, Agents France Press reports the federal cabinet adopted the so-called National Bioeconomy Strategy on Wednesday. The Ministry of Agriculture announced in Berlin. In it, the federal government bundles its previous activities in the bioeconomy and sets the course for further design. The Ministry of Agriculture and the Ministry of Education are responsible for the project. Our second story today comes out of Mexico City. Routers reports that the Mexican Supreme Court ruled against the modification of a fuel rule on Wednesday that would have allowed ethanol content in its gasoline, similar to content rules in the United States, arguing that regulators exceeded their authority. The court's decision follows a three-year-old modification of a gasoline regulation by Mexico's Energy Regulatory Commission, or CRE, which sought to allow up to 10% ethanol in gasoline sales nationwide, excluding in the country's three biggest cities where air pollution is a long-standing concern. The pre-existing fuel rule allows a maximum 5.8% of ethanol content. Backers of the modification, including U.S. ethanol exporters, argued it would result in cleaner air and that the alternative additive MTBE, which is also used to oxygenate fuels, has been known to contaminate underground water supplies. MTBE is banned in most of the United States, and besides national oil company Pemex, which produces the additive, other producers like Rotterdam-based Lyondell Basil have sought to protect their market share in Mexico. Both Pemex and Lyondell Basil did not immediately respond to requests for comment on the ruling. The court described the CRE's modified fuel rule as unilateral and called for a more rigorous science-based evaluation of higher ethanol content and even cited the risk of more air pollution under the regulation. Kenneth Smith, a former Mexican trade negotiator, said the CRE can and should try again to craft a nationwide 10% ethanol rule. It's a win-win for Mexico, he said, arguing it would reduce emissions of greenhouse gases that contribute to global warming as well as help cushion fuel prices. The Mexican Association for Sustainable Mobility, also known as AMMS, a trade group that backs the 10% ethanol standard, said in a statement that MTBE producers have systematically obstructed the entry of ethanol as a competitor in Mexico's fuel market. Ethanol is part of the solution to reduce dependence on fossil fuels, use renewable energy, lower gasoline prices, create domestic jobs, boost the agricultural economy, and improve the environment, it said. Backers of ethanol, like AMMS, argue that Mexican sugarcane and sorghum farmers stand to benefit if 10% ethanol gasoline is permitted, as both commodities can be used to make it. In a bid to ease disruptions for companies that already make or sell 10% ethanol gasoline to Mexico, the court said it would give them 180 days to continue marketing their supplies before the ruling goes into effect. Our third and final story of the day comes out of Indonesia. Bus operators have complained that 20% blended biodiesel, also known as B20, has caused their engines to run poorly, providing a cautionary message for future developments as Indonesia envisions a future with unblended pure biodiesel to fuel vehicles across the country. Young Indonesian Autobus Entrepreneurs Association, also known as IPOMI, head Kurnia Lasani Adnan told Tempo.co that the biodiesel mixture has left sediment in engine filters Worsening performance, bus companies have had to add extra filters to cope with the effects. 
Considering B20's drawbacks, he fears that the mandatory B30 could be even worse. In principle, we support the government's program. However, please pay attention to B30's impact on engines, said Kernia, adding that brand holder agents have yet to honor the warranty over the mix's negative impact. President Joko Jakawi Widodo had urged stakeholders to accelerate implementation of the government's policy on the mandatory use of crude palm oil, also known as CPO, biodiesel blends, from 20 to 30% by January 2020 and to 50% blended diesel B50 by the end of 2020. The Agriculture Ministry has even gone as far as trying out the use of a 100% biodiesel B100 fuel that uses fatty acid methyl ester from CPO in April of 2019. The policy aims to boost domestic palm oil in the world's top palm oil producing country amid the European Union's palm oil restrictions while reducing the country's dependence on diesel fuel imports. So let me know what you thought about today's podcast and send me an email to biofuelsdaily at gmail.com. Lastly, if you could please subscribe to my podcast and leave a rating, it would be greatly appreciated. Thank you for listening and remember to always go green. Thank you.